It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Happy Tuesday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. It feels like a post-game show because it's just you and me, and we're going to get a call from Craig later, but it's 11 a.m. Imagine if all of our post-game shows were at 11 a.m. I'm all in. We, like would we, be, start we would covering be buzzing. The European League or like something. Like a 9 a.m. start? Yeah. Sign me up. 100% I'd be in. And then I could still make it to bed by 8.30. <laughs> uh, did we say that something else was happening different today? Yes. So if you came to the show expecting to hear from Ray Whitney, yeah. I'm so sorry. But have no fear because he is still going to be on the show this week. It'll just be Thursday instead of Tuesday so tune in Thursday at 11 a.m. And where's Whitney? Yeah, where's Whitney? It's so title. appropriate yeah. because where's Whitney? Yeah. Where's Whitney? Yeah. And I hope that people, the people remember what he used to do back in, in 2012. Yep. And why the where's Whitney and where that came from. We will remind people on yes. Thursday. But he will be here in studio the on wizard. Thursday. So I'm really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, since we had to kind of shuffle our days Good thing there's plenty to talk about, PD. Yes, there is. Because the NHL trade deadline is just 10 days away. Is it 10 days? 10 days today. Oh. Isn't oh. that wild? It is. Um, we've seen a couple of trades go down already, which we'll talk about. But we're also going to talk about some of those guys who are still available, that top kind of trade board, if you will. And we got to start by talking about Jacob Chikrin, who, by the way, Craig is currently at the Ice Den in Scottsdale. Um, he'll be calling in a little bit later with updates from practice that so will hopefully get an update on Jacob Chikrin, an update on, you know, a- anything that comes out of practice. But until then, PD, we've obviously talked a ton about Jacob Chikrin over the last two weeks. Do you still stand by that he's going to wear a Kachina I, I, again? I, I, I do. And, and here we are sitting now. It's his, he's missed, what, five games? And I keep waiting. If we would have heard... After that game against Chicago where we played 30 minutes and then they had the back-to-back and you sit them out because you're just being cautious. If we would have heard Toronto, uh, Boston, Edmonton, L.A., oh, we're really close. We're just working on uh, the last piece. Yeah. This, we're arguing over which draft pick in 2025 or which prospect. Then this would have been done by now. That is not according to what we're hearing from from Craig and his reports from the Ice End. That's not what's happening. They're not imminent. It's not today it's not tomorrow so at some point he can't just continue to sit in the press box 
And I, I still stand by it. I, I think he plays. And, and with the trade deadline 10 days away, if I now am a team that is looking at Jacob Chikrin, very seriously looking at Jacob Chikrin, I need to see him play again. Like, yeah. And may, maybe everybody, I know Craig says, well, they know what his numbers are. They know Jacob Chikrin. The scouts have seen it. Everybody knows. But okay, now he's missed He's missed enough time. He's missed over a week. He's missed five games. Yeah, I guess he'll play. And also, at what point do you start to think, is there something more going on here? Is there like an injury? And I'm not saying that there is. No, but you but have you're to. You have, when when there's nothing, when you're being told nothing, you're gonna yes. fill the void with questions. Because it's the first time that. I've ever heard trade related reasons. Never heard that. And term. then two that's more a, teams did it. By and the now way, they're doing Bill Armstrong, right. trendsetter, <laughs> trendsetter. So so yeah, I'm concerned. I I think he needs to play. And here's I've said it all along. And I everybody can call me out on this when. You know, the 10 days from now, the trade deadline comes and Jacob Trickin is gone and everybody can go, PD, you were wrong and you're an idiot. I'm fine with that. I still think this is a difficult deal to get done by the trade deadline. I think there's too many moving parts. I think his injuries this season have been a concern. I think this is a deal that's more likely to occur closer to the draft than it is the trade deadline. I've proven it over and over again. I can be wrong. So we'll see. I, I think Chickren... I wouldn't be surprised if he practices today and, yeah, and you we'll can see him in the, in the lineup as soon as tonight or, or maybe by tomorrow Sunday night. or tomorrow night. Yeah. God, I don't know when they At play. this point, I hope he gets back in the lineup because the coyotes have been really good without him and we need them to not be. They are three Oh and two with chicken out of the lineup. So they haven't lost in regulation this week. They have not lost in regulation without, without him in the lineup. Without him. This, uh, in this stretch. Cause obviously in this stretch, yeah, the at the start, but that's a crazy number. That is crazy. And here we were all season. Oh, the trade line, they'll trade Gossespierre, they'll trade Chikrin. The team will lose out. But they were without Gossespierre and without Chikrin. And here they go. And they keep winning and getting points. They're on a nine-game point streak. So it's just yeah, crazy. By the way, if, if Whitney doesn't show up on Thursday, we're doing a Coyotes playoff preview <laughs> on, on Thursday, just in case. So we're ready. Oi. Oi. Good well, Lord. We'll get So we'll see. I, yeah. I think the ask is there. I think there are several teams that really need it. And I think what you saw when we're going to look at the trades that are happening around the NHL, there are teams that are going to need to make a move because their windows are closing and they need a player like Jacob Chikrin. So that's the one benefit for Bill Armstrong and the Coyotes is teams are getting pressure now because moves have started early and big moves are happening early. So Chikrin is going to help a team. I still say it's Toronto and Edmonton are the two teams but, he helps the most. But Toronto just gave up like everything. They have nothing left. Which we'll talk about in a they minute. They have nothing left to give. And that's yeah. the concern. Now you're looking at Edmonton. Do they want to give up their future? I, I I, I just, I don't know. The ask is reasonable. I don't think it's too big. I think that's the the legit ask for that. We'll see. I I, I, I just don't know. I, again, I don't, don't sit by your phone today. Yeah. No. I, this I, point, don't stay up all night first 24 laptop. hours, I was so anxious. And now at this point, I don't expect anything at all. So um, Nicholas said it yeah. too, though. How, how does he come back in the lineup at this point? But how does he not? Yeah. Like, was he not going to play? So if, if he doesn't get traded in 10 days, then what? He sits out the rest of the season. Like he's got to play. And then at that point, if you're another team, like let's just say you want to acquire him at the deadline, are you going to sit there and think like, oh, he's a player who didn't want to contribute to his? Like I'm not saying that's what's going to happen either, but it's just it the the more this drags out and the less the fewer answers we have, the more questions people are going to have and maybe they're going to want to stay away from a player like that. But you saw what happened that night um, that Connor Ingram 
breaks the the rookie record for first shutout with most saves in her first shutout. Chickram was in the press box. He was mm -hmm. with Bear. He was in the locker room post game for the belt ceremony. You see him smiling. He in the seems back. to yeah. be smiling and a part of his team and a part of his group. That doesn't look like a guy to me that's being pushed out either by management or by his teammates. That's why I wonder if there's more going on than people are leading on. Yeah, and it makes you wonder if all of this, you know, bad blood, quote unquote, is just something we're all talking about that's not really there. Because remember when Eichel was, I got to get traded, I got to get traded? Yeah. He wasn't hanging out in the Buffalo locker room. He yeah. wasn't around his teammates. He was out of there. Yeah. And you've seen that before. That's why I don't, I don't get the sense that that's what's going on here with Jacob Chikrin. And that's why I still believe... He's going to play again for Arizona. Wild, wild. Well, we'll find out more from Craig in a little bit when he calls in from the ice den. But while we're talking about top trade targets, and when you look, when you just Google top NHL yeah. trade targets, Jacob Chikrin's part of that list. Arizona. So yeah. we, got, we got to talk about him. But let's talk about some other guys around the league who are still those top guys. And let's start with Patrick Kane. Um, who scored a hat trick on Sunday against Toronto. Um, he's been one we've been talking about since before the season started. What's his future? For a while, it was Kane and Taves. Um, Taves released a statement over the weekend that he's been you know, suffering from symptoms of long COVID and just dealing with health issues, and he's taking a step back from playing, which we wish Jonathan Taves all the best. Um, so, But it, it just for hockey reasons, it's... He, yeah. he's no longer part of part that of this. Yeah. mix. So we can kind of focus just on Patrick Kane. What do you think? Is he getting moved? The, the problem with Kane is the place he really wanted to go and the team he wanted to be a part of was the New York Rangers. Yeah. He had that circled on his calendar. Like, hey, that's that that's a good fit for me. I like their offense. I like what they're doing. It's original six. They got a chance to win a cup. Yeah, but they go out and get Tarasenko, and that now is not... A possibility. So the problem with Patrick Kane is where does he fit? I've heard his name associated with the Colorado Avalanche. To me, and, and I really like Patrick Kane. I, he's If he's not the best American-born player to play in this league of all time, I'm not sure who is. He's an elite player. He still can play. Got a hat trick this week. So he can still play. But when you're looking at a team to get over the hump, to win a Stanley Cup, they have to be the exact right fit. And I'm not sure Patrick Kane is the exact right fit for the Colorado Avalanche are trying to do. And we need to check in with our DNVR guys because I still think they need help up the middle of the ice after losing Cadre. I don't know if a scoring winger is exactly what they're looking yeah. for. They really need to get healthy first. So for Patrick Kane to move, it's got to be where? And now we're starting here. Edmonton? I've heard Dallas. Dal I don't mind Dallas. Dallas, I think, has got an experience. They're not all about speed. They're a fast team because everybody's a fast team now. But they're more of a team that's got depth. Sagan and Ben now are playing in depth roles. Um, Joe Pavelski is still another veteran leader, another veteran American leader. Um, uh, it's surprising. I, that might be a good fit for him, but it wouldn't surprise me again. Depending on what the ask is, if he slips through the trade deadline, I would think Dallas, Colorado, Edmonton. Yep. Interesting. We'll see. That one's going to be... But and, and he did not hide his feelings when Tarasenko went to New York, and he explicitly said that was a team on his list. And I said, take him as an anytime score on DraftKings that next day. I was wrong by two games. Yeah, and then he gets it the was hat the trick. same. It's the PD effect where it's the PD effect takes time. Go, it, ta it takes at it takes least time. one game. It takes time. Yeah, <laughs> just like the walking and talking boost. Yes, exactly. Um, all right, another top guy available, Timo Meyer. Um, he's kind of been the top of lists for 
months, it feels like. Unfortunately, he's now day-to-day with an injury, so not sure how that affects um, GM's interest in him, but he's kind of been this guy that's at, at the top of the trade board since the start of the season. Yeah, when you look at Timo Meyer, you're looking at somebody who's going to help add to your offense right away and immediately. So the problem is he's out with an upper body injury. And so now you look at what the Coyotes are doing with Jacob Tricker and you go, well, maybe they're doing it the right thing. Maybe they are just being cautious. Maybe they're just doing it to deal because once that asset is injured and off, even though right now they're saying Timo Meyer is just day-to-day and they're expecting him back soon. Mm-hmm. like they're, they're not saying that this is going to be something that's lingering. They expect him to be available their next game, they have the next two days off. They have tonight and tomorrow off. They don't play till Thursday. Um, maybe he's ready to play by the next game, and then this all goes away. I still think that asset's going to move closer to the trade deadline. And I like this piece. He's a little bit younger and has a little bit more in the tank uh, as when you look at the Patrick Kane deal. But again, it's where does that asset fit? And the one team that, like Tampa Bay is a team that surprisingly, they always seem to find the guy that fits. Last year, they overpaid for Hagel. Everybody said, oh, they overpaid for Hagel. Well, they make it to the Stanley yeah. Cup finals, and Hagel plays a big part of that. And Hagel's been outstanding this season, and so has Nicholas Paul. So they're, they're a team that finds that guy that just fits into what they're doing. Is Timo Meyer that guy this year? Maybe. Yeah. I, I, Timo Meyer's getting moved. He's going to get moved, and he's going to get moved to a, a to a top six team for sure. Like yeah. I, I, the, if you're trying to win a cup, you need to add that. Well, hate to say Timo Meyer's secondary scoring, but he's going to be a guy on these elite teams that is going to add some secondary scoring. I've heard New Jersey mentioned. When you look at those teams in the East, New Jersey is a team that I think I was a little surprised to be where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's happening a little bit sooner than they expected. Their top players have all been their young players, and they provide offense quick with young skill and young talent. Timo Meyer can help add a little bit more to that mm-hmm. that offense, and I think he gets the blue paint a little bit better. So that would be interesting. It's a team I, I'm, I always forget about Jersey. I always forget about Jersey, and I always forget about the Island, and there are two teams that are right now, they're in it. And Islanders, you talk about the Islanders, and they got an injury to Barzell, so maybe they're looking to replace some of their in some of their offense too, as they try to to, to make it into the playoffs. Um, again, though, as you're talking about asks, and those two teams are teams that are still building towards the future, and you hate to give up your future and trying to make a run today when you're not quite ready to win. You're not quite. You're there. You're getting there. Yeah. You're a playoff team, but are you a team that can you get over? Can you get over Boston? Can you get over Tampa? Can you get over the Rangers? Um, I don't know if they're going to give away the farm yet to try to make a run in this year's playoffs. Yeah. Um, really quick before we move on, Aiden said, went to Four Peaks the other day during my time here in AZ, had a flight of Kiltlifter, Hazy IPA, Wow, and Peach Ale all were great when I listened to you guys talk about Four Peaks. I can say I've had it. Because Aiden's in town to see some Coyotes games. Remember, Aiden. first time at the Mullet this yes, week. Yes, and I will say, yeah. if you have to have a flight of Four Peaks beers, you that, nailed That's it. like... The favorites of everyone I, on the show. I will say, they, those they, are all elite. Like on any are. given but, day, I could drink any of them. But, but like, Killifter, you, My Wow, favorite. Craig, Peach, Yours. me, Hazy, Sean, like, yeah. buddy, that it's is, like it's like it's the like PHNX, PHNX flight. flight. They should name it. They should name it the PHNX Coyotes flight. Wow, Aiden, I get. That's fantastic. I'm so excited for you. Did you get the chicken tenders? Let us Chicken know. tenders, yeah. Oh, Nicholas already asked. Yeah, Did you get the chicken tenders. Tenders are elite there. They are elite. All right. I don't know about the chipotle. I, I go with the barbecue sauce. I'm going with the buffalo. The buffalo. I haven't tried the buffalo. buffalo. I get a buffalo and a ranch. And mix them. And mix them. Yeah, just saying. All right, <sighs> a, little, a little off the rails there. Sorry. Um, but thanks for giving a shout out to Four Peaks. 
Let's move on to another guy who has also been sat for trade-related reasons, and it's Vladislav Gavrikov of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, this is, he's the second to come into that sitting for trade-related reasons. With Gavrikov, though, Gavrikov's not Jacob Chikrin. Gavrikov's a rental. He's up at the end of the year. I honestly... I like other players better than mm-hmm. Gavrikov. I still think he's going to get traded. I honestly don't even know where he's rumored to be going. I just, Columbus is in a weird spot. You go after Johnny Hockey and you look like you're trying to make a run for it. You still have Patrick Liney that can play. Ross Levick can play. Your goaltender's hot and cold. And now you've got a guy like Gavrikov that you'd like to be a part of that future. Now you're not going to resign him and you got to move him on. So wait, where are you going in Columbus? I, I guess is my concern. He's He's not... Gavrikov, his name comes up as the top 20 in this trade bait. I just don't see where he fits on people's yeah. defense. I, I don't have him high in, in my guys that are going after defensemen. I think there are better defensemen that will be looking to be moving at the trade deadline higher than him. Chikrin, obviously, is, is the number one defenseman available on the board right now. But we even talk about a player, if you're going for a short-term rental, and we talked about this here, what's wrong with Josh Brown? Like Brown to me is a guy that checks more boxes and yeah. people just, he's going under the radar. Maybe because he's here in Arizona. Maybe. And I, and I, I hope scouts, I know scouts do, do their job and are very diligent <laughs> about this, but Josh Brown's a guy that checks boxes for me, for a team that's. Come on. We know better than the scouts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we see, we, but we see this team more than a lot of teams. Yeah. Right? And that's, you talk about East Coast bias. How about an Arizona bias? Like they just, people aren't watching. Yeah. So it, it, Josh Brown's a guy you got to watch very closely. So Gavrikov. He's going to be one of those trios. I, and watch me be wrong again. I think that's a minor deal. I don't think that's a major blockbuster it deal. It just seems like it because his name has come up over and over and over so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, one more name that I have on my list, but then I'll open it to you if there's others. Eric Carlson. Does he move or will he not? Because that ginormous is this contract. Is this a guy? Okay, he's getting a, a tremendous amount of offense this year. It's one of his best years in recent memory. He's playing great. His ability to get pucks through from the blue line on the power play. He is an, an incredible offensive asset from the back, back end. He hasn't been consistent over the last few years. He's aging. He's not as quick up the ice as he used to be. And he clearly doesn't defend like you need him to defend. He is a guy that's an absolute specialty player. If you really need that number one guy on the back end. But what team needs that? Like right now, I... I Again, you, you've got to be a team that's pushing right now to win. Tampa Bay, Hedman, and Sergeyev, I don't think but they need if it. if you're also pushing to win, you're probably at your cap max. And you don't have room and you, Nobody them. has room. Like Someone would have to retain salary. It might have to be a three-team deal like we saw with, with O'Reilly. But who's... I don't know. Like, but I just don't know. Lee, I wonder when you look at a guy like Carlson, he's having a good year. I'm not diminishing that. But is he starting to get that off what he's done years past? Is that why he's becoming this this big important because trade bait? Because of his past and with the numbers yeah. he's put up in his history. Because to me, here's a guy that you look at last year, even two years ago, you're like, oh, okay, he's not really helping San Jose get over the hump here. When they had Burns and he had Meyer, and you thought, okay, this team's going some somewhere. Now they're a team that you look to be at the bottom, looking for draft picks. So I, I'm not sure. People are going to be as excited about that, and that's what you get concerned about at the trade deadline. You go for the name that you think, oh, he's been great. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. He's having a good year. He's having an outstanding year. But I don't know if that's a player that gets you 
over the hump again. Can he play a grinding seven-game series the way he plays? Can he get pounded against the back wall over and over and over again two, three, four games in? I don't know. Like The way some of these teams like Boston and, and Tampa and New York forecheck, can you imagine him getting pounded into the wall? By game three, you're going, okay, can he help us? So I don't know. He's, he's an outstanding one-dimensional defenseman right now. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it. If, if there's a team that feels they need that offensive piece that can run a power play, I just don't know where it is in the East. Because you look at Adam Fox in New York, Toronto needs a guy, but I think Toronto needs a guy that can defend too. And so that's why I'm, I don't know if he fits there. And plus, you talk about cap space in Toronto or trade trade assets that they mm-hmm. can put out. So he's a guy that's going to be on the top of these boards. I'm just not sure. Where's the fit? Yeah, Edmonton's got Nurse and, and Barry that are leading their offense. Is, is he another guy that's a soft defender on a team that struggles to defend? Yeah. I don't see the fit there either. Yeah. Maybe a Winnipeg team uh, somewhere out of the off of the radar, a, a team like Dallas or Winnipeg that people aren't talking about much, maybe a team like that mm-hmm. that can Winnipeg can still have can still defend. They're more physical. Maybe they don't need that piece. But Morrissey's having a great year there. So I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how things unfold. It's a stressful, it's a stressful few days here, a stressful 10 days for a lot of teams, for a lot of fans of teams. If you need to relax, take the edge off, I recommend checking out OGs. Uh, their flavors are phenomenal first of all pd's a big fan of orange creamsicle i cannot wait to try the strawberries and cream happy balance gummies which are now on the shelves pd i gotta go check them out um because i also i love the blackberries and cream flavor so if strawberries and cream is anything like that i'm gonna love it creamsicle um, great and and they're great for any need if you just want to relax if you need to sleep i know people have been taking them to get to sleep every night um so check them out as always, you can find them at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com and you must be 21 or older to enjoy. And I've been saying it, I've been beating this drum, but go on DraftKings now to bet team futures before, before all the shift. trades. Yeah. Because as soon as trades go down, yeah. DraftKings is going to adjust the futures. So if there's a team that you think like could be in the mix, you think they're going to make a splashy move and you want to get them at you know, higher odds, do it now. Just sprinkle, like, it, it doesn't have to be anything major, just five bucks here and there. Um, it's it's a really fun way to win money on DraftKings. So check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're not interested in that, there's tons of NHL games all week long. Um, and then we got Kevin Durant's first game as a Phoenix Sun at the end of the he week. He got traded to the Suns? Yeah, did you hear? Haven't heard that. Um, but anyway, if you want to bet on <laughs> all of that. We can't you, miss it around here, can you, Jacob? No. You can Katie. download the draft. Jacob was still on paternity leave when His all that picture's happened. on our front door, Katie. That's <laughs> not right. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code PHNX. New Greatest customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Normally, I asked Sean for a pick of the week. I didn't warn anyone, so I came up with one because oh, I didn't. I, didn't give, oh, I, I thought you were going to ask me, and I was. About I didn't to. give anybody Damn preparation. It. Sean normally is just like ready. Oh, Leah. So I'm gonna Great I'm job. gonna do one, and I'm gonna say the Coyotes puck line tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames because listen, Guess they're gonna lose then. Yeah, so you can just do the opposite of what I say, but listen. The Coyotes have gone to overtime six out of their last eight games. And you know what an overtime means? That it's a one, that it's tied, so someone's going to win by one. So at this point, a puck line 
like for them to cover the puck line, I like it. And, and also it, something else to consider when you look at that game Wednesday against the Calgary Flames, the Calgary Flames fly right from here to Las Vegas on a back-to-back. So do you think they are looking at a team that's fighting for the playoffs? Do you think they're looking at the Arizona Coyotes right now? Or are they looking at the, the league division-leading Vegas Golden Knights? Might be a game that they look past. And this is a team that's struggling to score. And they don't defend very well. And their goaltender is falling off the map. I like your drafting pick of the week. There you have it. So if you want to tail me, do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And we will see... We'll revisit on the post-game show how I did. Uh, I haven't given out a pick of the week in a while. <sighs> Petey, were there any other players we didn't talk about as potential trade pieces that you wanted Around to... the league, I think you hit the big ones that yeah. we wanted to talk about. There's obviously more. A lot of the things. ones that you talked about throughout the entire season are gone. Yeah. And I think that that's where we can go next. Exactly. So we're going to talk... We haven't even... We ha- I feel like we haven't just sat and talked about like things going on around the NHL in a while. So it's kind of nice to have this time. Um, Craig and I were live when the Tarasenko trade happened. We haven't really had time to evaluate it. But before we get into Tarasenko, let's talk about a little bit of recency bias. The most recent big blockbuster, which was the Ryan O'Reilly trade to the Toronto Maple Leafs, which happened at like midnight Eastern on Friday night. Could you imagine if a blockbuster happened at midnight, midnight on a Friday night for us, oh. like you and Craig would well, have been be asleep. You'd be asleep Kevin for Durant hours. Kevin Durant was 11 p.m. Yeah, Kevin Durant yeah, was 11 p.m. There wouldn't be a show. Well, how, would, how would we do a show? Because I my phone's not on. I would send him. We would M- call you at least 17 times. Yeah, then it would well, Saul, But up. Saul got called like 14 times. To and wake he, him up. He didn't wake up. Yeah, well, I would. But by the third time, I would. And then you'd up. be awake and you'd be like I'd Let's ready. go. Yeah. Um, anywho, this was the trade that happened on Friday night. So St. Louis traded Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari to the Leafs. For prospects to Mikhail Abramov, sorry if I'm saying that wrong, Adam Gaudet, the Leafs 2023 first round picks and the Ottawa Senators 2023 third round pick and Toronto's 2024 second round pick. It was a three team trade involving the Minnesota Wild who sent Josh Pilar a 2019 fourth round pick by Minnesota to Toronto to get the Leafs 2025 fourth round pick. You taking notes? Can you repeat all no. of this back? Um, St. Louis keeps 50% of O'Reilly's salary. Minnesota takes 25 percent thoughts okay minnesota out first they bought a draft pick yes they spend very little money they get a draft pick minnesota's done st louis i i don't i don't propose that i know all of the players that are prospects in the national hockey league because i don't yeah i'm hearing this was a very good trade for the st louis blues i heard the assets are great and mm-hmm. the return was very good. And people in St. Louis are thrilled about their return. So we'll say that. This deal isn't about the future in St. Louis. This deal is about the Toronto Maple Leafs today. I don't know. First of all, it's good. They needed secondary scoring. Uh, and you talk about if you're bringing Ryan O'Reilly in for secondary scoring, your team can score. There's never been a question if the Toronto Maple Leafs have any offense or if they have ability to score. That has never been a problem for this team. When you look at Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Bunting and Tavares. I know. They can score. He's going to help that. They have two elite lines that when they're on the ice, they are threats to score. He's playing right now with Tavares and Mitch Marner. When they're on the ice, they can score. Period. And same thing with Matthews and Nylander on the ice. They're on the ice. They can score. This team is going to have to outscore teams in the playoffs. The problem, and the problem that they have had in Toronto for years, is not their ability to score. That's why I was 
fascinating that they made this trade. It's not only to defend, it's their goaltending. So between those two areas, you've looked at you looked at the back end when they bring in Murray, who's been hurt off and on all year. Some Sonov or Samsonov, depending on how you pronounce it. He's been out off and on all years. So you're looking at Wall and Schalgren. I am so sorry to say this. That's not good enough. That this Eastern Conference right now is absolutely elite. It's a powerhouse. There are so many good teams in the Eastern Conference. Toronto is one of them. But they're going to have to defend better. And they're going to have to stop the puck. And right now, I'm not sure if their need was to get a leading goal scorer asset in this in this trade deadline rush. They are extremely powerful up front. This is a team that can scare the hell out of you on the power play and five on five offensively. I like Noel Achari. I think he brings a little bit more to their bottom six, too, that, that they can add some secondary scoring there. So up front, this team is built and they're ready. I just don't know when you look at the teams that they're going to have to beat. And not just beat. They got to beat in the first round. They're going to have to face Tampa again. <laughs> Tampa Bay has offensive weapons. They have the weapons, best goalie in the league. But they have the best goalie in the league. They've got Hebman. They've got Sergachev. You've got guys on the back end that can defend. I, I just don't know if they're built to get past Tampa unless their plan is to outscore the Tampa Bay Lightning and, and just beat them 8-6. to six. And guess what? You don't score 8 against Vasilevsky. Love the move for Toronto. I think that makes them deeper up front. I still think they need to address their back end. And we talked about Jacob Chirkin can help them with that. But now, where are the assets they're going to well, trade? Well, that's the thing. They just gave up their, their 2023 first, their 2023 third, their 2024 yeah. second. Like, so <laughs> well, they, they don't have the assets now to, to attain that top guy. So I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I like was, the trade. I thought it was interesting. I they're really one did. and one. What are they? One and one with him in the lineup. And he's got one assist through two. Way too early to judge because yeah. he hasn't felt where it's how he's going to fit into this team. New system. Offensive powerhouse. Still worried about the back end. I do actually want to talk about the St. Louis side for one second because something really interesting came up on 32 Thoughts okay. um, This that I listened to yesterday. So they acquired, you know, the, all those assets that I just listed. You do have breaking news, by the way. I know. And, um, okay, yeah. Well, Craig is going to come on and say it. But check yes. out Craig's Twitter. That's just all I'm saying right now. Um, and then Craig will join us with an update. But um, that's breaking news live that happened. Sorry about is, St. Louis. It is. Now I'm derailed. Okay, you lost your thought on I St. Louis's. But I got it. I got okay. it back. Just because like they gave up Tarasenko, which we'll get to in a sec. They gave up O'Reilly. Are they still sellers, though? Or now they have these extra assets. Yeah. Do they? And the thing that they brought up on 32 Thoughts, does St. Louis go for Jacob Chikrin? Now that they have the extra assets. I just thought that was a real, like, who knows? I just thought it was a really interesting point to bring up because when I saw this, I was like, oh, well, St. Louis is obviously selling. They're selling. But are they? You know, they, they still... I, the one thing about Jacob Chicken to St. Louis is interesting is he's, Jacob Chicken's 24 years old. The St. Louis Blues are not running for a Stanley Cup this season. They're not. They're, they're a team that they're they're out of the playoff picture right now. They're eight points back. They're going to have to have significant luck to get in right now. They've got to jump over two teams. Like eh, Their likelihood of making it is very slim. But Jacob Chicken fits into the longer-term plans for this team. You look at a Jordan Cairo as a younger player. They've got young players in this team that now with the assets, they're ahead of where Arizona Coyotes are. So they don't need to do a full teardown rebuild. They are a team that could push for a playoffs in a season for sure. 
I, I wouldn't put them at the top of the trade list for a player like Jacob Chikrin. But Bill Armstrong has a really good relationship with St. Louis. He knows their staff, their management staff, their scouting staff. If he's going to be able to work a deal, don't rule it out. Okay, so I guess we can talk about the breaking news now that it is out and it involves Chikrin. He's on the ice for Coyotes huh. practice. So, so Jacob the Chikrin saga, practice The today. saga now is taking a little so, bit of a turn. Okay, so we'll start back exactly where we started the show off. With Jacob Chikrin going back on the ice for practice, this is what we've been saying. When we say we, I mean me, for over a week now. Because I I think for a team to want to get him, he's going to have to get back on the ice. To get back on the ice, he's going to practice with the team. He's doing that today. Does he find his way back into the lineup now? If he's skating with the team for practice, it is not out of the realm of possibility that Jacob Chikrin tomorrow plays tomorrow night against Calgary. And that's something hopefully we'll be able to ask Craig. Wait, when's he calling it? I don't know. I told him to give me a heads up, but he's probably busy because, you know, he's reporting. But we're busy too, (laughs) but we're still talking. Yeah. Pity you're never busy. I know. I'm not. I'm drinking coffee, talking about hockey. Literally what I would do if I wasn't here. I'd be just doing it to the wall or my dog. I wouldn't care that much. (laughs) Well, thanks, Craig, for that breaking news. Um, We'll ask him more about it. Craig will be calling from practice, so... Please stay tuned on the show. He'll call with more updates and we can hopefully get some more information about what this means going forward. So stay tuned here um, for Craig to call in in a little bit. But until he does, let's just keep talking talking about the NHL trade deadline. More chicken information to come. Vladimir Tarasenko, obviously that one happened a couple of weeks ago. The Rangers acquired Tarasenko and Nico Mikola. That's a great name, Nico by Mikola. the way, um, from St. Louis in exchange for Sammy Blay, a defenseman Hunter Skinner, a conditional first round pick in the 2023 draft. Damn, they are stocking up. And a fourth round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Yeah. Now, here's one that's interesting because Tarasenko is a guy that you've heard rumors and I don't know him. I've never worked on a team that has him on their roster. He is a guy that has sometimes doesn't play for 60 minutes. Consistency issues, plays one-sided. Um, they've been trying to get him out of St. Louis for a while. They're just looking for the right price to, to, to make this move. The difference in New York is the expectations are going to be higher than what they were for him in St. Louis. He was the guy in St. Louis. He he was the guy they went to for their their goal scoring, their offense. Was, guess what? He's not that at the New York Rangers. When you come to the New York Rangers, you're a piece of the puzzle. And there are guys that are up here and you you're you're just a part of that i think that's going to help him right away and you've seen it already they're four one and one through six games he's got four points two goals to assist he is fitting in and you talk about these lines right now they got him playing with artemi pernarin and vinnie trocek as a second line like that would be the best line the arizona coyotes have had since 1999 that's the best line the coyotes would have had in 20 years and it's their second line behind zibanejad Kreider, and bc this Ranger team, the difference what the Rangers did and what Toronto did is now they added, did we talk about Tyler Mott yet? Nope, but we can talk about I'll it. I'll throw so. him into this because Tyler Mott, so they bring Tyler Mott back for the second consecutive year. Tyler Mott adds to your bottom six. He really helped this team during the playoffs in their run to the Eastern Conference Finals last season. I like what they did to the bottom six. But the other thing they did is this team defends better than we talked about Toronto already and they defend better than Edmonton already. And you look at what they've done on the back end, and I, Nico Mikola, when you look at the Adam with Braden Schneider, young, he's a new Adam Fox. Adam Fox is there, Lindgren's there, Truba, and Keandre Miller. That's a solid six. Nico Mikola is six foot six. He's strong. (laughs) 
He, but he's an offensive guy, too. He likes to get up in the play and likes to drive the net. He's the sleeper in this pick that makes this this trade really, really attractive. I've liked Nico Mikola with St. Louis and what his ability is to do at both sides. He can hit because he's so big and strong, defends well, he's got a good stick, but he wants to be an offensive player. So keep your eye on number 77 with the New York Rangers. This deal makes them, they've already got one of the best goaltenders in the league. They've got a solid six defense, and now they've got scoring in the top two lines, plus they've added grit and secondary scoring in the bottom six. This Ranger team needed to be better to be able to get through teams like Tampa and Boston. They did it. I don't know if Toronto did. Yeah, I agree. And the funny thing with the Tyler Mott trade, it's the second trade season. He's been acquired midseason by the Rangers. Last year, he was traded for a fourth round pick in 23 to Vancouver. And the Rangers picked up a couple of renter players at the end of the season last year. And, and what look it, where it got them. And like, what it did. And they were they were role players like Tyler Mott that got them to the Eastern Conference Final, a team that wasn't projected to be a strong team last year, potentially a playoff team, bubble playoff team, took them all the way to the Eastern yeah. Finals. Moves like this... That is a big deal for this team. I, I liked the Ranger team. Mm-hmm. They weren't the powerhouse they were a year ago, and Shesterkin's numbers have fallen off a little bit. But now this team, they're for real in the East. Yeah. The East is up for grabs in Boston, Tampa, New York, Carolina. Yeah, I forgot about Carolina. Yeah, you forget, you forget about Carolina. That My team, God. Watched, I've watched that team a lot. That team is elite. Mm-hmm. Can they keep up that pace that they that they play with offensively and defensively in the playoffs and in a tough seven-game series? I don't know. But, man, they smother teams. That team, yeah. they can smother talent. They can smother speed. They are on top of you and give these skilled, talented players no room to move. I wouldn't want to play Carolina right now. Yeah. Obviously, we can't fully grade or judge until after the fact and we see what the impact is. But just based off first gut instinct, I feel like – the Rangers did better than I do too. Toronto. I do too. And but the one factor we didn't talk about with Ryan O'Reilly, he's he's a leader and he's a winner. Well, that's a, this is the third straight season they've Toronto's acquired a captain. a captain. Yep. So you've got guys that are leaders, and you never count guys out like that. You've yeah. got Tavares, you got Giordano. Like you've got a lot of leadership in that room, and maybe that's going to be what they needed to get over the top. Yep. Maybe it is. Um, Craig just texted. He'll be calling in shortly. But before he does, we already talked a lot about Four Peaks, thanks to Aiden. Um, if you want to try something really unique in regards to Four Peaks, the Beer Can Derby is this Friday, yes. February, or this Saturday, excuse me, February 25th at Four Peaks A Street Pub and Tempe Pickups are open now. So if you want to show us you've got the fastest beer can in the Valley, you can sign up through fourpeaks.com slash events. Um, check out Four Peaks beer. It's phenomenal. We just, I mean, we already talked about it a ton. We talk about it every day. Petey was drinking on the show with oh, Coach Popvin yesterday. Don't tell him. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you want to try Four Peaks, check it out. If you want to do it with the Beer Can Derby, check that out. Lots of fun stuff coming up at the A Street Pub, by the way. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly when you try Four Peaks. And Aiden, while you're here in Arizona, I have another suggestion for you. It's Illegal Pete's. Um, We were out there last Wednesday for our pregame meetup. Oh, my gosh. So much fun, first of all. The food, phenomenal. Um, Everybody enjoyed delicious food. Everyone tried the queso, by the way, and I felt very validated in that recommendation. Elite queso. Elite queso. Um, A couple people were drinking. They should change the name to Elite queso. Elite. No? Uh Sure. Never mind. We're just we're just rebranding everyone yeah, sorry, today. Illegal um, but if you want to try illegal Pete's, nothing soothes the soul of like fresh limes and tequila and sweet agave. Try 
out an illegal piece coin premium or frozen margarita i recommend the prickly pear margarita if you like something a little bit sweeter but not too sweet oh so good so stop by for happy hour 3 to 6 p.m every day at illegal pete's uh which is perfect again for like a pregame window so if you need a pregame spot for tomorrow's game stop by for happy hour and then six o'clock you leave you can walk uh, a group walked when we did our pregame meetup so it's walkable to the arena which is great because you can drink responsibly join us at illegal pete's for our next event can't wait um I hope we do it again soon. I've had illegal pizza two weeks in a row. Wow. And I just, it, yeah, I, I'm in. Next time I go to the mall, I'm going. Yeah. My laugh. Ch- illegal PDs, as Charles yeah, said. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, it just, Kenny, Kenny and Kyle are kind of going at something about J- Jacob Chicken. I just want to bring this up. Yep. Because it, it seems to be an issue kind of where Jacob Chikrin is with his fit in this room right now. And if you go back to what happened over the summer leading into this season, and even at the end of last season, Jacob Chikrin didn't play. And that's when you started hearing the rumors of potentially he may be going. I'm not putting all of this on the lap of Jacob Chikrin. And, and I know if you go back and what happened in the fall, you look at this is a team that was looking at Jacob Chickard as an asset that, hey, we, we might be able to trade this asset. I wonder if he's willing to, to, to go. And the discussion starts there. It starts with the team going, let's explore Jacob Chickard and trade Jacob. How do you feel about it? The, the, the problem for me with Jacob, and it all comes down with Jacob Chickard, it comes down to one press conference. It comes of his open, open, opening presser at training camp where he said, I want to go somewhere where we're trying to win. I want to go and try to win. That was his mistake. That one sentence in that one press conference set the tone for everything we're talking about today. It rubbed some of his teammates the wrong way. There is no doubt about that. But in the meantime, we fast forward to where we are today. I'm not sure this is on Jacob. And I don't know this. I'm, I'm going from speculation based on sh- playing 30 minutes in Chicago to now being in the lineup a week and a half later going, okay, I'm wondering after that 30 minute game against Chicago where he was a big factor in that game and a back to back against St. Louis that he goes, you know what, either I'm tired, I'm not feeling 100 percent, maybe I'm a little under the weather, maybe my foot's sore, maybe I've got skate bite, maybe I got an ingrown toenail, I don't know, but maybe whatever it is, I'm not 100 percent, I'm not really hurt, but I'm not 100 percent either. And if I'm, I'm, I'm not hurt, but I'm not 100 percent in any other circumstances I play, but you know what, I want to be at my best with the trade down the line coming up and the team goes, yeah, maybe if when you're at your best, we don't want to risk this injury. Maybe that's where it was. It wasn't Chickren going, I'm not playing because I want, I'm hurt. Or I'm not hurt. I'm not playing again because I want to get traded. I'm sitting out. I don't think it's that at all. And I don't think it's Bill Armstrong going, gosh, we got to take him out of the lineup to protect him. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't be on the ice with them today and potentially in the lineup tomorrow. So I want to quell the rumors. I don't think there's a big problem with Jacob Chikorin in the locker room that maybe even I perceived earlier. I think that that this is just a mutual, hey, let's just be cautious here as the trade deadline comes up, and maybe Craig can shine some more light on that as he comes in. Yes, so let's bring in Craig live from the ice den in Scottsdale with the latest on Jacob Chikorin. Craig, how's it going? Look at this spectacular background, by the way, guys. The, the you do know how to frame a shot. Yeah, Craig, can we just get that shot reframed there? And <laughs> Jacob's yeah. flying back your, today. So. Maybe wipe your camera yeah, off. Oh, there you go, buddy. How's that? Hey, there you Jacob, go. Jacob, this is a thing with his camera. We, oh, actually, oh, it's actually it's better. It worked. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Craig. All right, boys and girls, oh, Craig. What, do you, what do we want to talk about today? I don't, I don't know. know. There's not really much going Spring on. Spring training's <laughs> coming. I don't know. Well, Craig, 
the, I mean, the... You, you know all that I know now at this point, right? He's he's on the ice for practice. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about this a little bit, Petey. This is not an enormous surprise to us that he might come back. We've been talking about the possibility of it. I don't know if he's going to play yet on Wednesday against the Calgary Flames, but I would think if he's in practice today, that's a distinct possibility. We'll hear what Andre Turigny has to say after today's practice. Craig, now you've seen him on the ice, and, and we know a lot of times when a player is participating but not a part of the practice, meaning full go, they're in a yellow or they're in an orange sweater. So you kind of stay away from that player. They're out there, but they're not really out there. Is Jacob Chicken, is that the case, or is he in the, the customary black defense sweater? He's in a white. Well, white he's in a white jersey. But, yeah, but yeah, they use white and black. So he's he's not designated as a guy that you don't touch or, or treat with kid gloves. He's he's dressed like the regulars today. So. And on the same note, is there any other defenseman in this lineup or roster that we've seen over the last few days that is not participating in practice today? I didn't do a full count because I wanted to join you guys. They were literally no, that's still way coming more out. Important. So. Yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew you guys wanted to see my face. And I knew Jacob wanted to be here to, you know, judge the shot. <laughs> but Judge your videos but Craig pictures. this brought up a very good point like where this proves to me that this trade is not imminent this is not coming this afternoon it's not coming tonight yeah. don't sit by your laptop this goes back to what we've been we've been saying for the last few days we would not be surprised to see Jacob Chicken wearing the Coyote Kachina again now it may not happen tomorrow but it may happen by Sunday yeah, as we've been saying all along PD there was no trade imminent I know there was a lot of buzz there were a lot of rumors out there but Nothing was ever close with Jacob Chikrin. Again, we'll, we'll hear what they say after practice today. General Manager Bill Armstrong is here as well. I may try and ask him what's going on with the situation. But right now, all we know is he's back at practice. It looks like he's a full participant with no concerns about any type of injury. We'll go from here. And again, it wouldn't be any surprise to see Jacob Chikrin back in the lineup. Craig, do you st- obviously you just said a trade was never imminent. What just what is your gut telling you about March third? Is Jacob Chikrin still and like obviously we don't know anything for sure, but what's your gut saying? I, I don't have a gut. I just I, I don't I don't I try <laughs> I, I don't go there. I mean you just don't know. It's 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 silly speculation. Look look it, nothing's close right now. That doesn't mean it can't change by the trade deadline. We see how these things operate all the time, and I think it's you know it's magnified exponentially now because of teams cap situations where they're watching every dollar. So the longer they wait, the less they have to prorate of a salary that they're taking in, uh, the slightly easier the, the deal becomes. As we know, a lot happens right at the trade deadline. GMs, nothing spurs action like a deadline. And, and I expect that to happen again. I'm not, I'm not saying we're going to see seven guys traded from the Coyotes, but I think around the NHL, you're going to see a lot of those deals go down in the last 24 hours. Especially, like, it's, it's like an arms race. When you see a team that you're competing with for a playoff spot make a move, you go, we better get in on this action. Or not only because there's two things here. Not only that you're looking for an asset that improves your club, but you as a management team and a coaching staff, you want to show the players in that room, hey, we're trying to win. We're bringing in another asset because I've been in rooms where they go, they're not helping us. Like this team, A, B, and C, they all got better, and we didn't do anything. And it it's real. That happens inside room. So even if that player doesn't come in and, and blow the doors off offensively or really help a team, it can help motivate a team going, hey, ownership and management, they're, they're in. They're us. trying. Yeah. So let's let you, that, that gives you some more juice and more oomph to your game. So you're right, Craig. Once one domino falls, look out. I, I, I don't know if and where Jacob Chikrin goes. 
I still believe it's a draft day deal, but but to your point, Craig, it 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 could be as soon as defenseman A goes, he might be defenseman B. I I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the market is so fluid and so so unpredictable. I just I don't want to make any predictions one way or the other, but I do think that the vast majority of these deals are going to occur right at the deadline. Yep. Um, Craig, any other, obviously you still have yet to talk to coach journey. So there's not much else you can give right. update no. as far as updates, but anything else from practice before we let you get yeah. back to it? No, I, I literally only watched five minutes. I caught Jacob chicken skating. Then I tried to find a spot because like the split, this, uh, the ice den's nuts, by the way, there are no, yeah. tons of kids. It's there Tuesday. Are tons of kids on the ice on a Tuesday during school. I don't I know. know what's going on here, but this place is a madhouse. All three rings are taken. It's noisy everywhere. The ice den is doing well. They're buzzing. I, have, I do have a request for you, though, Craig, because you are there and we are here. Once you get an opportunity to talk to Andre, potentially Bill, will you please update all of us through some form of social media? Mm-hmm. No, probably not. <laughs> You're just going to keep it to himself. Keep it to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to put well, it behind Craig- the paywall. Yeah, yeah. diehards only. Yeah. Oh, man. So stay tuned to Craig because he'll have more today. Yep, absolutely. Well, Craig, right, we'll, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks for the update. Um, that was big news, and we'll we'll find out more after practice. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye, Craig. Wow, that yeah, is that is big news. news, and, and it, it does it does really make you wonder. And you don't want to speculate on what these things are happening, but why is he a practice ten days later? And that shows me there was no big imminent trade. It shows me there's no Jacob Chicken walking away saying I don't want to be here. Those things aren't true. Yep. If he's on the ice practicing today, I think it's the former. They were being cautious about something. Something, yeah. Well, definitely stay tuned to the PHX Sports YouTube channel. I'm sure Craig will have more information here in a little bit. And obviously our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. If Jacob Chikrin is back in the lineup on Wednesday, let's just say. Players first game back in about 10 days or so. Do you take higher or lower in shots and points? <sighs> I would go Jacob Chikrin higher on Ooh. shots all day long. Okay. Because now he's been sitting on the lineup and he's been listening to people like us talk about it and talk about him, but he's going to come to play. Yeah. Okay. He's coming to play and he is going to light it up. I don't know if he's going to score, so I'm not sure he's going to go with points because you can't ever dictate on what's going to happen on the, on the other side, but shots, heavy, take the over. Higher. For sure, yeah. higher. Take yeah. the higher on shots because okay. he's going to deliver the puck for I sure. Might, I might just have higher. to put together a pick em, um at this rate. I've been doing higher on Coyotes goalie saves no matter who it is because uh, yeah, the Coyotes just, they just get, do. get out shot crazily. By the um, way, do you know who shoots uh, the second in the league in shots on goal for? I'm guessing it's the Calgary Flames. It's the Calgary Flames. Yeah. They shoot more pucks. They're second in, in shots delivered and they shoot from from literally anywhere. Okay. They shoot from the goal line by that the wall. The pucks are coming. So take the higher... I'm also taking higher in Keller half a point also. I like that, that too. That's an option. I like that too because Markstrom, we talked about his goals against going up 0.7 since last year. He kid gives up a lot of goals. And all of this you I like can that. do in a pick on Underdog Fantasy. So if you want to participate, go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with the code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So definitely check it out. You can also play Daily Fantasy as well, which is another really fun way. There's just like so much you can do on Underdog. That's what makes it so fun. And another place where there's so much you can do, PD, is Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Love it. Um, Holy moly, is there a lot of stuff to do? They got uh, kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing, bowling, an arcade, food, drinks. There's multiple bars. 
There's giant TV screen. Like there's truly something for everyone. If you're going like, let's just say you're a family, your kids are old enough to entertain themselves. Like they go off running in the arcade and the laser tag. You can sit at the bar, have a drink, but you can also like, you can bowl. Uh, you can, you can participate in the fun. Who says just cause you're a grown up doesn't mean you yeah, can it, do. We've gone go-karting. We've gone to the arcade you know, and bowling. It's do you know so when fun. you were a kid back in the eighties, Leah, and you'd go to the mall to go to the arcade and play Pac-Man and defend. No, you don't remember because you weren't born yet but that's what you did as a kid in the 80s you rode your bike to the mall and you played pac-man space invaders <laughs> defender this is the same thing for adults because they have more bars than they do any like you we were finding bars as we were walking around oh my god there's another bar so you get all of those fun things they also have a patio as an adult as the weather gets nicer here too i'm, I'm telling you and today's tuesday 50 percent off taco trios so it can't it, go wrong. They really got it all. Check out OctaneRaceway.com yes. and Mavericks.com. The cars go faster than you think. To learn more. Yeah. Oh, PD, boy. Howdy. PD can, uh, yeah. can attest. I was trying to find the blinker, too, when I was doing the... No, I wasn't trying to find it. He was like an old man on the track. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jacob, you were Where unreal. are your kids going? You were unreal on the Where's track. a blinker on this thing? Oh, man. Um, okay. They know them all. Before we wrap up, Stephen said, why isn't Schmaltz talked about in a trade? I don't think Schmaltz is available. You know, it's one of those things that you, you still look for a player that's in his 20s, that's providing offense. You look at Keller and Schmaltz are guys that you hope are there to help be the guys when you're through the rebuild, you need guys that are that are high-end players that can provide offense. They're hoping that Keller and Schmaltz are those players. And right now, they are their, their offensive lifeline. You can't trade that away right now. I think you still have to wait and see what two 20-year-olds can provide you. You've got multiple All-Star and Keller and Schmaltz, who, who at points and times in his career has looked like he's got elite speed and hands. They're not on the trade block right now. Yep. Anything else before we run There are. Up? There are. Oh, Okay. Because there's two teams we didn't spend a lot of time talking about today. We talked about the Rangers and Toronto. There's two teams we haven't talked about, and that's last year's Stanley Cup finalists. And you talk about Colorado and Tampa, and Tampa made a couple of trade deadlines. We're talking about Hagel and, and, and Nick Paul. Where are they going to fit into this? Because I don't know if this team is as deep as they were a year ago, making it to the finals now for three straight years. I think they need to make a move. And Colorado, their trade deadline move, who I still think they need to get some help in the top six, their trade deadline move might just be getting healthy. This is a team that hasn't been healthy for the entire season. You're looking at Landeskog coming back, hopefully in mm -hmm. time for the playoffs. And Manson's in and out of the lineup. If this team is going to get back to where they were, they need to be healthy. But look for them to add one of these other big pieces in their middle six to get back to where they were a year ago. Absolutely. And we will have a trade deadline show on March 3rd at 1 p.m. when the trade deadline closes. We'll talk about any of the moves the Coyotes make, but we'll also talk about the big blockbusters around the NHL because it is really, really interesting to follow. And we know the Coyotes aren't a playoff team, although I don't know if we really know that. Just kidding. But am I? <laughs> but yeah, we'll be live um, on the trade deadline day as well. Last year, we had Bill Armstrong call in after, so maybe we'll get to talk to him again. But just stay locked in here on the Page Junk Sports YouTube channel. Still a ton coming up, still a ton to talk about. These next 10 days are going to be very, very interesting. So follow along and follow along Craig as well for more updates on Jacob Chikrin. Um, we'll be live again tomorrow night after the Calgary Flames game, so stay tuned for that. And then Thursday, like we already said at the start of the show, but if you're joining us a little late, like Ray Caleb. Whitney. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, just getting out of bed. Just while well, it's almost noon, I think I'd wake up now. <laughs> Caleb. God. <laughs> Oh, you're so you're so mean to him. But it, well, all he like, said was he joined late. No, but it, yeah, they but hashed I know. it. They hashed okay. it. Yeah, we 
No, okay. they have banter. Yeah. It's not, he's not actually being really mean I'm, to By Caleb. the way, people are thinking I'm being mean to Caleb. I'm just, I'm not. Yeah, no, he's not. Um, Thursday, 11 a.m., Ray Whitney is joining us live in studio. Uh, so really excited to talk to him and get his perspective on a lot of stuff and yep. get some Can't good wait. stories as well. So that's Thursday at 11. And then off Friday, Saturday, gain another game Sunday. So lots to come up. Um, like Craig said, stay tuned for more. He'll talk to Coach Cherney after practice. Caleb's help educating our youth and I'm giving them a hard time oh Caleb I'm sorry Caleb teachers are great and underappreciated Caleb's amazing so thanks for saying shout out shout out the teachers okay oh man all right well everybody thanks so much for joining us be sure to like this video whether you're watching live or later subscribe wherever you get your podcasts leave us a review Apple Spotify it really helps us. And while you're on the PHX Sports YouTube channel, hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live, especially if there's a midnight trade. No midnight Like, trade. how would you know we're going live without that? So <laughs> check it out. And you can follow us on Twitter, lastly, at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Jacob. Un- Nobody ever remembers. Is it underscore or yeah. no? Underscore Franklin 4. Yes. Yeah, I knew it. And Sean, he's sick at home, so give him a shout out, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.